Today I'm going over three mistakes that beginning DFS tournament players make, as well as providing solutions to those mistakes. To become a profitable DFS player, you have to gain a lot of small edges and avoid the landmines. There is a week in between each NFL slate, which means there's a lot that can go wrong, in addition to what can go wrong when we start to build lineups. You have to be precise in your process to avoid the mistakes that are going to bleed your bankroll. I learned the hard way, but I want to share what I've learned with you so you can avoid those mistakes before they hit hard. Here are three common mistakes by beginner tournament players. Mistake number one, falling victim to recency bias. One of the common mistakes for beginning tournament players is getting hit by recency bias. Recency bias is a cognitive bias that favors recent events over historic ones. People tend to have a what have you done for me lately approach when it comes to picking players for a slate. They take a liking for those players that have performed well recently and dismiss those who have not. There are countless examples throughout the NFL season of players just being over-owned or under-owned based off of recent performance. And the reason they fall into this line of thinking is because they look at player pricing, ownership projections, and game logs before they've even dug through the stats to determine who's a good play on the slate. This introduces biases before you've even begun your research, whether you know it or not. Instead, you want to lean on your research before you've looked at pricing and ownership to avoid those preconceived notions that can creep in. I will say that week one can get a pass. Only psychopaths can refrain from looking at player pricing when they're posted a month ahead of time and we haven't had NFL DFS in like eight months. Mistake number two, you spread yourself too thin. When you try to grab a piece of every player on the slate, it tends to go poorly. You have no clear path for your lineups to reach first place. Furthermore, when you have that many players, the odds of you fitting the right pieces into one lineup are extremely low. The primary reason people do this is because they're afraid to miss out on a big score. They're afraid to lose. They attempt to play every single play to feel safe so they don't have to miss out on a big score from someone that they didn't play. Ironically, when you try to grab a piece of everyone, you're guaranteeing losing because you don't have a clear path to first. It will result in a ton of min caches, which is what you want to avoid. It's the result that you want to avoid if you're a tournament player. Min caching will bleed your bankroll and have you donating to the wallet of DraftKings. Through your research, you should establish a core group of plays and then mix in high upside plays from there. Taking a stand on the plays that you like and the plays that you don't like will establish continuity within your lineups and improve your chances of having a high finishing lineup. Mistake number three, applying leverage incorrectly. Another common mistake that beginner tournament players make is applying leverage incorrectly. They're contrarian in all the wrong ways. Instead of being contrarian on a player level, you should look to be contrarian on a roster level. Your lineup likely won't stand out if it follows the same composition as the field. Instead, compose a lineup that stands to benefit when the public composition fails. That sets you up for massive success if that public composition indeed fails. If you use the core plays that you have found through your research, you can differentiate your roster through construction. 
gaining leverage on the field, and avoiding those random contrarian plays. I don't know about you, but I've been in the position many times where I look back on a slate and ask myself, how did I get on that play or those plays? I mean, who the hell plays Jordan Aikens and Dallas Goddard in the same lineup? Anyways, focus on leverage through construction to avoid the silly plays that will lose you money. Understand how the public is going to construct their lineups and leverage that through your own lineups. Becoming profitable in DFS is an uphill battle, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. It may take time, but try not to make the same mistake twice. I would start by identifying those mistakes and weeding those out. From there, you can apply tactics properly to exploit the field and put yourself on the path to profitability.